not feel good. Just, you know, I was watching baseball yesterday, and there's, it was, and there was a seventh inning stretch, and I was like, and I actually saw people stretching, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. They're stretching, so like, ah. So you can. This is like the Holy Ghost stretch time. So just stretch it out. All right. Do I need this microphone? Okay, it's recording. Gotcha. All right, all righty then. I want to see everyone's face. So where do I stand? Okay, okay. You're, I don't want you hiding from me, boy. All right. You guys got Bibles? All right. It's in your car. Go get it. Shame on you, son. <laughs> there it is. Everyone chastise him. <laughs> no, we won't. We'll forgive him. All right. So um, my name is Ishmael, for those who don't know me. I think everyone does. And I met this lovely couple, David and uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Key. Chris T. I'm so sorry. Chris T. Chris T. Okay. Um, thank you can laugh at me, yes, thank you. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm not offended really. Anyway, um all right, so where was I? Bibles. Let's open up our Bibles to Galatians. Come on, Galatians. Come on, Galatians. How many of you guys know a whiner or a complainer? Raise up, raise your hand like this guy's always complaining. Well, shut up. Stop whining. Stop complaining. Right? It's like we know people like that. Um, some some people are married to people like that. My wife is married to a complainer, so pray for me. <laughs> pray for me. Okay? So, I mean, but when, when you're around a complainer, it kind of drags you down, right? kind of drags you down. You don't feel good. It's like, man, what's... Uh, oh, oh my God! What are you complaining about now? All right, and guess what? It drags God down too. We're gonna find out how and why and blah blah blah. But um, the title of this message or sermon is real simple. Are you ready? You guys ready? You guys take notes here. Do you guys, you know, if you need paper, I think this is gonna be fun. You don't have to if you don't want to, but I strongly encourage it. But if you don't want to, then I just won't talk to you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll still talk to you a little bit. No one's laughing at my jokes, honey. I guess I'm just old. All right. Galatians 20, 2.20. Oh, I'm sorry. The title of this message is Shut Up, You're Dead. Okay? Uh-oh. Now, you know, this is... Um, this is a college and career group, and, you know, we're, I mean, the way I think of college and career, that's what I told the leaders earlier, is like really chill, really relaxed and stuff. But I don't know if I can preach this message chill and relaxed. I'll try, okay? I'll try. But it's called Shut Up, You're Dead. Write that down. Say, Shut Up, You're Dead. Shut Up, You're Dead. And uh, put in little parentheses there, why are you tripping? <laughs> why are you tripping so we're going to get a little ghetto in here too why are you tripping all right so shut up you're dead now i'm going to use this verse a little bit out of context but it's going to make my point 
but it's still it's still it's not heresy here, okay? So just to be like, oh, well, okay, here it is. Galatians 2:20, I have been crucified with Christ. No long I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. All right, so I have been crucified with Christ. No longer do I live. So Paul was saying, hey, man, I'm dead, right? I've been crucified with Christ. No longer do what? I live. But what? Christ lives in me. All right, so a a lot of times people that complain, complainers, whiners, are really self-centered and self-focused, right? It's like everything's going wrong, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? When we're Christians, as a Christian and, and as a complainer, if we're Christian complainers, that really gives Jesus a bad rep, right? And uh, I'm going to show you in the scriptures that God, is, he gets peeved off by a complainer, okay? I would say the other word, but we're a church. He gets mad. He doesn't like it. It, it, it. it annoys him. It's like, ugh, shut up. Just like it bothers us, it bothers God, amen? But it's like, hey, we're dead. You know, we need to realize this now as young adults, that when we were in Christ, we were crucified. Our sinful nature with its desires and its passions are nailed to the cross, amen? We no longer live. But Christ lives in us. And the life that we live in this body, the Bible says, we live by faith in the Son of God. Now, a complainer, a whiner, we'd have to, we'd have to question his faith. We'd have to really say, hey, man, where's your faith? You know, you're always complaining. You're always whining. Where is this faith that you supposedly say you have, right? And I'm not talking about unsaved people. I'm talking about people in the church. You know, I'm talking about us. I'm talking about... You know, us in this room, I'm talking to you. You know, because people in the world, they don't know any better. They're just going to whine and complain. I went to get my nails done yesterday. Don't judge. I got my mani-pedi for the first time ever. So, see, already I see a guy going. So, as I, she totally ruined this for me because I'm sitting in this uh, massage chair, you know. And it's like, oh, yes. And I got my feet in this water thingy and the bubbles in the and I'm like, oh yes. I'm soaking my feet yesterday. And then uh, you know, these women are surrounded by women and they're just blah, blah, blah. I'm just like ah. you know. And then this woman comes in and she's like, Um, can you take me now? To this to the owner, you know, this Vietnamese lady, a very nice lady. Well I got really busy. I didn't know I was gonna get so busy. But I had an appointment. Well, I called you, she said. I called you to let you know that, um, you know, that I got that I'm really busy, and but you didn't answer. I left you a message. Well, I didn't get it, you know. And then it's not like she, she didn't say, well, I didn't check my messages. Oh, it's my bad. She said, oh, I didn't get it, you know. And then, dude, she totally ruined my whole day. No, not my whole day. Ruined my back massage. By this machine thingy. And, dude, it just, everyone in the room was like, what the heck is her problem? And she's staring this, 
this poor lady down, like, well, when can you see me? And she's like, well, it looks, it's going to be like two hours. Oh, my God. Oh, she gets on the phone and do it. It just, like, everyone that was there was just like, what the heck is her problem, you know? All right, so people in the world, just, that's just how they act, right? But how sad is it when we, when we call ourselves Christians, right, and we have that same attitude? Like, hey, man, it's all about me. I told you, blah, 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 blah. Hey, I didn't, well, it's like she could have said, oh, man, I didn't check my messages, and that's my bad. Or I didn't hear my phone ring. I, uh, no, it's like, you know, uh, it's almost like everything was her fault, and it just ruined my my nails. But no, they still look good, though, so you can clap it up for my nails. Thank you. Clap it. Thank you. But anyway, it just it just uh, bothered everyone in the room, and I I can see when, when even Christians complain that other Christians get bothered. Amen? So losing our life is one of the key topics in Christianity. I mean, Christ said, that what that what does a man gain if he gains the whole world yet, yet loses his very soul? We have to. <coughs> excuse me, I'm battling a cold here. We have to lose our life. We have to make life about Jesus. Now, when life is about Jesus, then our then our our what we say with our what we say our words aren't going to be complaints all the time. Amen. They should be joyful, happy. You know, like. You know, and not that we're not, not that we're not going to point out things that are wrong, but we should we should have a joyful spirit, a joyful heart. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, when we complain, we take our eyes off of Christ. Write this down. We take our eyes off of Christ and we put them on self. So every time we complain, it's like it's not even about Jesus anymore. It's about our own issues, our own problems, our own whatever that we were dealing with. Now, like I said, man, we're going to complain from time to time, but let's not have a lifestyle of complaining. Why? Because we're dead. Hello? It's not about us, right? I've been crucified with Christ. No longer do I what? You're dead. It's not about you. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. I've been crucified with Christ. No longer do I live. So once we have this complaining spirit, man, it's about us. And and Christ isn't happy about that. He wants to get glory, does he not? He wants to be get honored. He wants his children to be blessed. Amen. You guys are looking at me so intensely. See you smile. Does it make me feel better if you smile? No, Elliot's like no will not smile at you. You had a manicure done yesterday. How dare you, I'm leaving. There's this one song. It's really cheesy, but I like it. I like the words. Um, It's by Audio Adrenaline. It's like this line, to live your life. To live your life, you've got to lose it. And all the losers get a crown. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, to live your life, you have to lose it, and all the losers get a crown. So when someone calls you a loser, say, amen, I'm getting my crown because I lost my life. I gave it to Jesus. Amen, I'm not alive anymore. I gave that to Jesus. Amen. 
All right, turn your book, I mean, turn your Bible to the book of Numbers. We're going to go OT up in here. Can we go OT, overtime? I mean, Old Testament. Numbers 11, 1. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you in the Bible how when a, when a group of people called the Israelites whined and bickered and moaned and complained, that God it didn't make God happy. All right? It actually made him a little bit mad. All right, you guys there? Numbers 11. It said, Now the people complained about their hardships in hearing of the Lord. And when he heard, uh, when he heard them, his anger was aroused. Amen. When he heard what? When he heard their complaining, his anger was aroused. It says, then fire from the Lord burned among them and consumed some of them in the outskirts of the camp. Do you know that you can complain so much that you make God angry? A people group can complain so much that God's wrath was like, dude, I'm just going to burn some people right now. Cause just, I'm just going to burn them. <laughs> Let me get those people that are hanging out in the outskirts of the camp. Because they're, the, they're complaining the most. The Bible says God's anger was aroused when he heard their complaints. It makes God angry when you bicker and moan all the time. It makes God angry when all you do is complain. You guys are getting my point, right? Okay, you're like, all right, we can move on. But it makes God angry. Just wanted to hammer that on there. Amen. Amen. Let's get some more scriptures in here. Because sometimes we we say, God, if I only had this, if I only had enough of that, then I'll be cool. You know, what I have isn't good enough. If I only had, you know, this car, if I only was dating this girl, or if I only had this job, or if I only had a million dollars in the bank, I would be all right. I would be awesome. Everything would be straight. Holmes, that's kind of my little cholo a little bit. Straight Holmes. All right? Everything would be straight, God, if I only had a lowrider. (laughs) right no no Elliot's still mad about the nail thing all right here we go here we go numbers 11 18 are we there it says tell the people consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow because these people are like I want meat if I only had meats, I'd be good. Give me some meats. Dude, I would go for some meat right now, actually. If, uh, uh, I'm sorry. When you, I'm sorry, where am I? Consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow when you will eat meat. The Lord heard you when you wailed. If only we had meat to eat. We were better off in Egypt when they wailed that. Now the Lord will give you meat to eat and you will eat it. And will not eat it just for a day or just two days or five or ten or twenty days, but for a whole month 
until it comes out of your nostrils and you loathe it because you have rejected the Lord who is among you and have wailed before him saying, why did we ever leave Egypt? So be careful what you wish for. See, the Israelites were like, man, we had a good in Egypt. We were eating meat. Want some meat. They're walking around the desert. Why are we walking around this desert? They they were like from the west side. They talked like that. (laughs) That's where I live. Why are we walking around the desert? Want some meat. All right? And they all complained to God, give us some meat, Lord. Lord, Lord. Some tips. There you go. (laughs) Some rib tips. Come on. Give me some rib tips. Barbecue mild sauce. They call it mild sauce. All right. And God was like, fine. You know what? I'm going to give you so much meat that you're going to hate it. It's going to come out of your nose. You're going to puke meat. You're going to loathe the fact that you whine and complain so much. And you're going to see that it wasn't the meat that you needed. It was me all along. You missed me. You wanted meat. But I'm here. You didn't want me. But I'm going to show you by giving you all this meat that you're still going to be empty. And you're still, and you're still going to want something. Amen? Like I said, man, I know this is college and career, and I should be preaching like, hey, guys, you know, check it out. But I really can't with this message. Because sometimes we want so much stuff, all right, that we miss God. We desire so many things, our plans, our ambitions, our motives, our dreams, and we miss God. God is there all along. He's there. He's saying, am I not enough? Am I not enough for you? Will you not be satisfied if it was just me and you? That's what the Lord is saying. But we bicker, we moan, and we complain. Man, I'm I'm just as guilty. I'm preaching to myself here. Amen? All along there is Christ saying, come to me, all who are heavy laden and labored, and I will give you rest. All along there is Christ saying, my peace I give you, my peace I leave, not as the world gives, I give. Jesus, I'm preaching now a little bit. Now I'm sounding like crossover. Yeah. I live. I mean, I give. All right. So, so right there you see that complaints gross got out. It's like sometimes God will answer your complaint just to, just to show you that what you think you need was never what you needed at all. You want that guy so bad? There he is. Go ahead. You want that car? Boom. Is that what you think you need? There it is. Something happens. It breaks down. It crashes, whatever. And it's like, what? I mean, you needed it, right? You want that job so bad that you work Overtime and blah, blah, blah. Nothing wrong with overtime. I like working overtime. Right? I mean, he, he gets paid by that. I'm salary, but I still work overtime. But hey, it still leaves you empty and broke. Amen? Empty inside. Sometimes God will give you the things you desire so, that you desire so much, he'll give them to you so that you can realize that you never really needed it. Amen? All right, so that's the first part, was shut up, you're dead. All right, just shut up. 
It's not about you anymore. You're dead. I've been crucified with Christ. No longer do I live. Now, what's the, sec- what's the little parentheses here? What did I say? Why are you tripping? All right, this is a little... So I'm kind of done with the whole complaining thing. But now I'm into the worry thing. Okay, why are you tripping? Why are you so worried? Chill. Lord doesn't like when you say chill out, Lord. So <laughs> uh, every time, you, every chance you get, just say, hey, Lord, just calm down. Calm down. Dude, she will not like you for the whole day. All right. Lauren, seriously, calm down. Matthew 6, 25. <laughs> I love my little sister. Matthew six twenty five. Now, this is a very famous uh, scripture. You know, this is the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is, you know, teaching all these people, right? And he's talking about all these things and, and what is, you know, how to fast, how to pray, all this stuff, right? And he talks about worry. And a lot of you have read this so many times, and, we, you know, we've, it's like almost mandatory reading, you know, to memorize this stuff. And, and, uh, but it's like it's so hard, it's so easy to have it here, right here, you know, but it's so hard to have it here, Right? It's like we understand it. Okay, don't worry. Jesus said, stop tripping. But really, is it here in our hearts? Is it here? You know, is it pounding along with our with our heart? All right. Where are we? Twenty five. You know what? This is a little bolder. But I'm just reading from the paper. Excuse me. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? So God's saying, hey, man, don't worry. You know, he talked about food and and clothes and stuff like that. But really, can't we apply this to everything in life? Hey, don't worry about your job. I mean, do your job. But it's you know what? If it's not there, I, I got your back. Hey, don't worry about your future have plans, have ambitions, but always trust in me. Always know that I'm with you. Don't fear the future. I'm with you. Come on. You know, don't worry about how you're going to pay those bills. Am I not your provider? Do you not trust me? Jesus, he's saying, don't worry. You know, isn't life more important than clothes and food? I mean... Isn't isn't like things like the church, family, you know, just loving God above all things? I mean, really, I don't I don't think in this day and age anywhere in the world we actually live like God intended us to live. You know, I, I mean, yeah, we should work. The Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat, right? We should have a family. We should love Him, but we get so distracted. We get so, like, um, we get easily set, you know, we easily get moved along. Like, hey, you know, there's so many things like, like, oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? 
We don't live life like we should. Dude, when was the last time we looked at the stars and said, man, God, that's so beautiful. Right? When was the last? Dude, people did that every day. Maybe even a hundred years ago they were still doing that. Man, it's so gorgeous. Thank you, Lord. Right? But when was the last time we just went for a stroll along the beach and said, Jesus, your creation is so marvelous. We don't live life like we do, like we were supposed to, like we were meant to. Amen. But Jesus right here, I'm getting a little sidetracked. But Jesus was saying, don't worry. Don't trip, man. I got this. Hey, man, I made the heavens. I made the earth. All the riches and glory are mine. The gold and silver are mine. Why are you worried? Your past is taken care of. Man, I died on the cross for you. Right? Your sin has been taken care of. It was me. I was judged for you. Why are you worried? Live saved. Live holy. Live with a purpose. Amen? Glory. We're getting it. All right. Let's go to verse 33, which is like everyone should know this by memory. So let's read it together. One, two, three. But. Thirty-four. Okay, we know this here, right? Let's transfer it to here. Everyone do this. There you go. Transfer. See? Boop. Okay, transfer it to your heart. Okay, there's enough wor- There's enough things to worry about, dude. Tomorrow's going to bring its different worries. Just look. Just look. At, seek first the kingdom. Just seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And everything else, man, you're going to be all right. I got this, the Lord is saying. Amen. There's another a verse that says, How many of you, by worrying, could add an hour to the day? It's ba- basically, Jesus is saying, Dude, if you worry, what is that going to do? Is that really going to make the day longer to help you out? Oh, I'm going to worry about this. So I can, oh, yeah, I get another extra hour. Yes, because I worried. No. So Jesus is like, dude, why are you, why are you what? What did I say it was? Why are you tripping? Why are you tripping? Stop tripping. Now, Paul, I love Paul because not only does Paul say don't worry, he says he gives you things to do so that you don't worry. You know, Jesus is just like blanket statement. Hey, man, don't worry. I got this, right? But Paul is going to teach us how not to worry and what to think on. All right, go to Philippians 4. All right. I know I'm not the only one that's ever worried. And I know I'm not the only one that's ever complained. So I'm pretty sure that this message is for all of us. Amen? Amen. (laughs) If it's in the Bible, it's for you and me. So... Let's leave here changed with a new attitude about complaining and a new attitude about worrying. Amen? So I better see you on the altar call. (laughs) All right. Here's Paul. Are you ready? Philippians 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, it says in the NIV, I will say it again, rejoice. All right. Rejoice in the Lord always. 
I will say it again. Rejoice. All right? Let your gentleness be evident to all. Oh, wasn't that what I was saying earlier about the complaining? Let, let your gentleness be evident to all. Christians and, and, and non-believers alike, let it be evident. Your gentleness, your joy, your just the fact that you're not tripping, right? Rejoice. Excuse me. Uh, let's see, where am I? The Lord is near. Verse 6, what does it say? Do not be anxious about anything. What is anything? What? Right. Oh, wow. We're scholars in this place. Do not be anxious about anything. Nothing. Nothing. Don't trip about anything, Paul is saying. See, Jesus said, don't worry about what you're going to drink, what you're going to eat, or what you're going to wear. That's what Jesus said, right? Paul says, don't worry about anything. <laughs> All right? Don't worry about anything. In the um, King James, it says, be anxious for nothing. Nothing is what? No thing, right? All right. Man, we're smart in this place. But in everything. Now, what is everything? Wow, dude. It's like the brain power in this room. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So Paul's saying, don't worry about anything. Don't be anxious. Don't be like, oh my God. This is like anxiety right here. What am I going to do? Oh my gosh. What did this guy Oh my God. Okay. Paul's saying, be anxious for nothing. Hey. This is Paul right now. Hey. Be anxious for nothing. Chill. And you're walking around like, I'm not going to do it. Paul's like, hey, hey, be anxious about nothing, okay? I, I wasn't even trying to be funny. <laughs> okay, thank you for laughing. Um, be anxious about uh, uh, all right, but in everything, in everything, at every every thought, everything that comes to your mind, you know, it says, but in everything with what prayer? Where are we? Prayer and petition. So when the thought comes to our mind, when the worry wants to creep in, I shared with someone today that fear and worry is something you choose. It isn't something that possesses you. It's something that you decide to be. You know what I'm saying? It isn't something that just says, I'm going to control you. I'm fear. I'm over you now. Be fearful of me. Whoa, that was a pretty good voice right there. <laughs> yeah, see, you're scared. You chose to be scared there. Okay? Fear isn't something that possesses you. It's something that you choose, you have control over. All right? It's like, you know, like, <laughs> I just had a funny thought. Fear comes, boom, 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 like me, big guy. <laughs> Here I am. You know? And you could say, well, come on, fear. And I'll be like, boom, oh, big fear. Here I go. Or you can say, hey, I don't need you right now. Step off. Say this, step off. Step off. <laughs> step off. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Step off. All right, just step off, fear. Chill out, man. Step off. I am not choosing you. All right? Fear, I'm not choosing you. Anxiety, I don't want. I'm not choosing you. All right? Amen. 
It's a choice, people. Let's not choose fear. Let's not choose anxiety. Be anxious for nothing, Paul says. But in everything, with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, supplication, present your requests to God. Talk to Him. Talk to God. God, I want to worry about this thing. What should I do? Don't worry. God, but you don't know, man. If I don't worry, nothing's going to get done. Hey, ask of me and I will give you wisdom. Pray to me. Ask me. And you know what? Thank me in advance. (laughs) It's like, just thank me. But I haven't seen results. Hey, thank me. I'll thank you, Lord. I don't want to worry. Here it is. Lord, there it is, my prayer. God, you know the situation. Lord, here's here's a prayer. God, you know the situation. Here's my petition. Will you fix it? I thank you because you will. It's that simple. It's that simple, guys. And then there's a promise. What's the promise? There's a promise. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and guard your mind in Christ Jesus. God, I just want that peace. The peace that I can't even understand. The peace that my little brain is like, what is this? It's peace. It's peace. Again, I wasn't trying to make a joke, but you can laugh if you want. (laughs) Now, don't feel bad for laughing. It's okay. Which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and guard your mind. Where is it that we worry? Here and here, right? Man, just stretch out your hand right now and say, I want that peace. I want that peace, God. Give me that peace. Guard my mind. Guard my heart, Lord. Just guard me, Lord. I don't want to worry anymore. I don't want to complain. I don't want to bicker. I don't want you to be grossed out by me, God. Lord God, I want to show in every occasion the gentleness that you've given me. Hallelujah. Okay, we're not done. You can put your hands down. (laughs) I just got a little excited there. Now, there's a little more rules here. Let's not call them rules. Let's call them strong suggestions. Actually, I like rules better. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, what is true in this world? I mean, is this world really true? I mean, yeah, there's, it exists. We're on it. We're walking. But, you know, the things of this world, are they really like, like the things that we do, I mean, some of them, are, the friendships we have are true, and, you know, our families, love we have for families is true, but. But really, it's like, it's, it's still man. But what is true is God. Whatever is true, true. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, the Bible says. Okay? Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, what does it say? Think about such things. When junk wants to come near mind, when, when temptation or, or just doubt or worry wants to come, hey, just ask yourself, is this true? Is this noble? Is this praiseworthy? If it's not, then don't even think about it. But if it is, amen, receive it. Let it, let it work in your brain a little bit. It's all right. If it's praiseworthy, think about these things. Amen. 
And just like Paul said, finally, brothers, I'm saying to you, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think of such things. Let's not think about the things that bug us or the things that were said to us that may even have offended us. You know, if, if we have a, a chance to make it right, make it right. But if you could just be like, whatever, you know, I'm just going to drop. I'm not going to hold that against that person. I love them. You know, just do that. You know, drop it. Like people say, drop it. Like it's hard. I don't know if you want to do that, but go ahead if you want to do that. <laughs> right? Think about nobility, purity, love, excellence, excellence. Amen? Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. Here's another promise, and the God of peace will be with you. So now Paul is saying, hey, he said, don't worry about anything. Give it to God in prayer, petition, supplication with thanksgiving, and the peace of God will guard your heart and guard your mind in Christ Jesus. And then he's saying, whatever is noble, whatever is true, whatever is admirable, think about these things. And then what? And God will be with you. Dude, how many people just want God to be with them all day long? Amen. Okay, maybe he is, but how many people want to know that he's with you all day long? Sense him there. Like, here you are, God. Why? Because I'm thinking about pure things. Here you are, God, because I'm thinking about whatever is lovely. Here you are, God, because I'm thinking about nobility and truth and excellence. So I know you're here. See, because a lot of times when we worry, when we, 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 when we complain, it's like we don't even think that God is there, right? But when we think of truth and love and the goodness of God, we sense him there. We sense him here. I sense him here, amen? Let's just close our eyes right now. Now, maybe, I don't know, for the last day or two, or for the last week, for the last month, or maybe for the last five, ten years, you've had a burden, a worry in your heart. You've had a concern. Or you had a complaint, something you just can't get over. Man, God wants you to have peace in your mind and in your heart. God wants you to think of whatever is pure and lovely and know that he is with you. Have a, have a certainty without a shadow of a doubt that he's there. Sometimes in our worst time, in our, in our time of most trouble and worry, we ask ourselves, where is God? But when we give it to him, our worry, our trouble, we can know that he is there. So right now I just want to pray, Heavenly Father, God, you know... You know us, Lord. You know, like we're like the Israelites sometimes, God. We just want to find reasons to bicker and moan and complain. We just want to have meat sometimes, God. And we forget about you. And Lord God, always you are there. Always you are near. If we would only just give it to you and just stop complaining and stop fussing, God, we would see you, Lord. 
Father God, I pray right now for all of us in this room. Lord God, that you would take that complaining spirit from us, God. Father God, that it would be so evident that we are with you, God. That every word we say, that everything we speak, Father God, would be evidence of your gentleness and love. And Father God, Father God, it's so easy sometimes to choose fear and to choose worry, Lord, because we don't know any better sometimes. We think it's a natural thing, God. But teach us, Lord, to reject fear, to deny it, to say you are denied entry, fear. You can't, you can't be with me. Me and you aren't cool, fear. Leave me alone. I have the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. Father God, I pray for all of us, God, let us have that peace. Lord Jesus, we want to know your peace. We want to know that you are with us. Say this with me, dear Jesus, I receive today your peace in my mind and in my heart. Say fear, anxiety, complaining spirit, I reject you now. I don't choose you anymore. I choose peace. Jesus, give me the peace that you promised me. Lord, I receive it now. And I thank you. I trust you that you are with me and that you'll never let me go. In Jesus' name, amen. Just clap those hands a little bit. Amen. Well, we're just going to chill now for the next 15 minutes. Breakout goose. We'll only have breakout goose for 15 minutes. Can we do that? All right, let's do that. We'll do boys and girls, two squads, uh, however normally you guys do it. You guys figure it out. All right, and just talk about the things that you're just going to not complain about anymore. Or just say, I'm not going to complain as much. (laughs) Just pray for me. And whatever fears and anxieties you have, just confess them and just get them out and just receive peace. Amen.